All right. Before we get started, I just have a, a, a little story I want to say. One of the most annoying things happened to me today on my way home from work. So, a couple of days ago, my key to my uh, car, I drive a Ford Focus, uh, started falling apart. Now, if you, if, if you know anything about Ford, they have an anti-theft lock system uh, where basically there's a chip in your key where it interacts with your car to be able to turn it on so it turns on when you turn the key. So, and, and more on that in a minute. I didn't know that. So, about a week ago, my key was falling apart. The, the plastic that holds that chip to the key was just cracking and crumbling. So the first piece that fell apart was the piece that goes on the keychain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the first piece to fall apart. So there's just this big hunk of plastic and then metal, and then I had nothing to put the key ring through. So I drilled a hole in that <laughs> part of the key um, and exposed some of the metal. So I was able to get the key ring on. So I had this like mangled-looking car key, but it still worked. So today I was leaving school and um, I put my key into the ignition and I turn it and the rest of that piece of plastic that's connected to the metal part of the key just snapped right oh. off. So my car started. So I'm like, all right. So I was going to go to the gym and I figured on my way to the gym, I could stop and get a key made at Lowe's because I didn't know anything about this fucking chip. So. I go to Lowe's, you know, I get my mask, my money, wallet, and everything I need, and I go into Lowe's, and I have a car key made. Guy didn't say nothing, because he probably doesn't know shit, because not everybody that works at Lowe's knows what the fuck they're doing. So he made me the car key. Um, I checked out, went out to the parking lot. Uh, you know, my, my key was just a, a piece of metal, the original piece, so it didn't have the, the chip on the end. So I put the new key in, and I turn, and nothing happens. So I take the new key out, I put the old key in, I turn, nothing happens. So I look at my dashboard, and there's this like symbol flashing over and over again of a car with like a lock on it. So yeah, it's like the security system. So. Oh. So I was like, all right, so the anti-theft lock system thing that Ford puts in all their cars now is not working. So I, I because of the new key, I'm assuming, so there's something wrong there. So I look, I look some stuff up. I'm sitting in my car. It's fucking hot as balls out. I can't even turn it on to get the air conditioner going. Um, and I, uh, I look on YouTube to see how to fix the problem. So after about three videos and... You know, a bunch of different suggestions on on what the issue was. I, uh, I would one of the one of the solutions so was to put the key in, turn it just before it would click to turn the car, get the engine running, turn the car on, yeah, and leave it there for ten minutes like that. So I did. I put the key in. I turned it all the way. I I uh, locked the doors, rolled up the windows, made sure I had my uh, my keyless entry thing with me so I could lock the car and I went and walked across the parking lot to Target basically just walked around Target for like I don't know uh, 15 minutes so then I go outside after 15 minutes and I turn the key still nothing happens so okay so that obviously didn't work so I looked up some more stuff and then somebody said oh you gotta do it like three times alright so I don't have anything to do today, apparently, so I did it three more, uh, two more times. Didn't work. <laughs> so then I, I, I found an article on on uh, the web, and uh, about these two mechanics uh, have this website. I forget, I don't know what it's called, but anyway, so they suggest on there, and they had like a list of different cars for different solutions. So one of the solutions was to uh, shut all the windows, manually lock the door, and then. Use your key, stick it in the door handle, turn it, and hold it for 20 seconds so the car can read the key again. And then it should work. So I did. At first, the key didn't turn, and then after a minute, it turned and unlocked the car. So I was like, ah, oh, all right, so now we're in business. Put in nothing. 
So, so now it's been an hour. It's like 86 degrees out and humid as hell. And I'm just getting angry. So I'm sitting there. And then somebody I used to work with just randomly walked up and said, hey, man, what's up? And I was like, uh, yeah, I explained him what the problem was. And so he tried to help me. So one of the other solutions was to take the negative off of the battery. Yeah. And for those you don't know, the negative wire is the black one. So I did that. I, I went into Lowe's because I didn't have any tools on me. And I bought just a, like a little wrench so I could take the battery off and our bet the cable off. And I took the cable off, put it back on, nothing. So then my the, this guy I used to work with, he he's he uh, had a better tool because I couldn't get the, the red uh, cable off the battery to unplug the battery entirely and see if that works. So we did that. Nothing. Didn't work. So then he says, uh, so I, I explained him the key thing broke off. And he says, oh, well, usually if you just hold the, um, the chip in your hand and turn, it'll work. And I said, well, there's no chip in this key. He's like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, I didn't see a chip when the thing broke off. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to call roadside assistance. So I did a call roadside assistance. Um, and they were going to send somebody out. And then I called Ford, the, the Ford place closest to me, to see if they could fix it. And the guy said the same thing. He was like, well... The reason why that the, the key that you had made at Lowe's doesn't work because there's no chip in it. You need a chip to turn the ignition on. And I explained to him, well, I don't even know the key's in like shambles. I don't even know where the chip is. And I made arrangements for me to drop my car for wearing. So then uh, I get a notification on my phone that the help is on the way. There's a tow truck company coming to tow my car. And I sit down and I'm just like thinking like, thinking about that chip and everything they keep saying about the fucking chip and I finally was like alright fuck it I'm gonna look for the piece that uh, that initially fell off the key um, right before I left work that you know the piece that snapped off my turn and I found yeah. it and I looked at it closely and there's like this closed like little circle kind of poking out it's the fucking chip so I hold the chip in the palm of my hand I put the key in the ignition I turn it and the fucking thing starts I was like, what the f- Really? I've been sitting here for an hour and a half. Just sitting in front of Lowe's with probably five people stopped asking if I needed a jump, if I was having car trouble. I had to keep telling them, no, I don't really need a jump. My key's just not working. But right. thank you. You know, I, 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 well, I mean, at least you got a handful of nice people who decided to stop and ask you. Well, right. You're in front of a Lowe's, so you're going to get a bunch of people that don't really have anything else to do. A bunch of dads just trying to buy some shit. So, anyway, so my car starts. I drive all the way home. The new key actually works. Like, it turns. It just doesn't have a chip in it. So, and the other key is just a piece of metal. So, I can't even put it on a keychain. And I'm not going to sit there with the fucking chip in my palm every time I turn. So, what I ended up doing was I took the new key because I could put it on a keychain. And I took some packing tape and just taped the fucking chip to the key. <laughs> So now it works. So now I think sometime next week I got to take my car to Ford and probably give them like $150 just to make me a key. <clears throat> no, um, I had to look into getting a key, uh, second key for the Jeep before I bought the uh, the new Jeep. Yeah. And I took over the old Jeep. And the Jeep dealership quoted me, it was I think 85 bucks. For the the key with the chip in it, nah, well, because maybe. I I went to Lowe's and un like you, the old guy making the key said, "Yeah, I can't make a key like this. Um, you'd need a key with the chip." Well, I think he, it, the guy may have told me that if I handed him a key that had like all the parts, but I literally handed him a a strip of metal that looked like a question mark. That's all it was. So he just looked yeah. up in his little book and was like, oh, Ford. Okay, this is the, the the key that I use for that. And it does. If you look at the key that I got, it looks like an old school Ford key from like the 90s before they had the okay. fucking chip. But anyway. Is Ford? Yeah, so anyway, I, I rigged the chip to my new key and now everything is fine for now until I go to the dealership and figure all that 
bullshit out. So hopefully they won't, you know, bend me over and rate me aggressively on the price of a key because the key that I got at Lowe's was two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. It, right there, I should have knew something was up. I was like, wait a minute. Here, here's to you thinking you were gonna get home early from work. Yeah. Well, the whole plan was to go to the fucking gym. Yeah. But anyway, that's my story. I know my wife said, so I called my wife and she came to actually pick me up just in case. And the first thing she said was, she goes, nothing's easy for you, is it? I was like, apparently not. I mean, <laughs> you know how many times I've had like car car problems recently. And, you know, my car is fucking 10 years old. Almost 11, I think it's 11 years old. It's 2009, 2000, yeah, so it's like 11 years old. Um, and it's got a hundred and almost 70,000 miles on it. And, uh, I haven't had a car payment in like seven years. So I'm okay with the card, you know, putting repairs in it, but it's been a, it's been a tough year. New radiator, new calipers, new brakes. Um, the latest thing was some sensor. At least my AC works. Yeah. That's really as long as it gets you from point A to point B and the AC works, I think you have a sufficient ride. Yeah. So, I I mean, other than that, it runs smooth. Oh, the other thing was engine mounts. That was the last thing I had to put in. Oh. Engine well, mounts. Least, that was $700. We work at the same school, so, you know, if you need a ride, I can pick you up. Oh, I know. But thankfully, thankfully, I have four days left of summer school and almost a month off until uh you know remote learning or whatever the hell is going to be happening yeah that i i don't understand what is going on but i think in order to cover that topic we need an entire episode or maybe two yeah right like a series uh speaking of series um i've been uh digging like first of all i love the office so i'm on my like third playthrough of the office right now but the other night I sat down and I watched this documentary series called Fear City. Like I went and it's all about like the New York Mafia and um, the commission, which was the five families of all the boroughs um, who basically ran New York City um, during the 70s and 80s. And it's all about like Rudy Giuliani back when he was like the... Uh, uh, the district attorney or whatever it was um, taking them down and like the creation of RICO laws. It was pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty good. Like it, I, I, I was obsessed with the mafia in the nineties and, and would watch everything about them. Every movie that, that was about the mafia, like Goodfellas and all those. And um, it, 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 reignited that passion for organized crime so i'm back to thinking i might start a family well that's like when we went to pax east this year and we're driving through downtown boston and i'm like oh this is where whitey did this this is where whitey did that this they found behind this walgreens is where in this park is where he hid some of his victims Oh yeah, I remember that. That was I'm nice. Acting as a, a little tour guide for it was nice know, because I'm definitely the Winter, Hill, the Winter Hill Gang. Yeah, I'm definitely into that shit. So it's like very, uh, very, very uh, cool little uh, little tour there. If we ever get a chance to go to the North End, I'll show you where the Angulos used to run business. As long as we, is Mike's Pastry still a thing in North End? Oh yeah. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, that place is unbelievable. When I was a kid growing up in uh, Albany, New York, there was a place, uh, a bakery. It's not there anymore. I can't remember what it was called, but they had the, I think it was Carmelo's, but they had the best rum cake. I don't know if you've ever had rum cake, but that is the best thing they have at Mike's Pastries and cannolis. Oh, the cannolis are unbelievable. What we'll have to do is I'll have to take you to the, to Capitol Island and go to Sully's. I've always wanted to go to Castle Island, actually. It's it's pretty good. Uh, you know, it's it's a it is it is what it is. There's a playground. You can tour the castle and stuff like that. But you mainly go there for Sully's. Wait, there's a playground? Will you push me on the swings? Yeah, if you want to. 
We didn't even have a they jumping counter. They signed their they signed sort of a lease like Guinness did in Dublin where it's a hundred years and they pay a set amount of rent. This place signed the lease with South Boston for say like five hundred dollars for the year for rent. And they did the deal not thinking that it would pick up. It's one of the best places to go in in all of Boston. You hot dogs, burgers, fresh seafood, phenomenal. Oh, that sounds good to me. And you can sit on the water and you're right next to where the cargo ships come in. So you can see all the huge tanks and um, you know, the shipping containers. And then you're across the water from Logan, so you just sit there and watch the planes take off and stuff. That's what I used to do as a little kid. In if you're daring, you can jump off the docks, but you might hit a shopping cart. So, or a I, shark. Did you see the fucking lady got killed in Maine? Yeah, that by was great white. Yeah, that was. I felt bad for her. That was that's tough. I mean, it's the first ever. Expect, first, you don't ever. expect that in Maine, and that's the. No, it, it's the first one in ten years. No, I thought I, it was the first death, not the first shark attack. Oh, the first death. It's the yeah. first attack in 10 years, but the first death, yeah. That is I cr- mean, just, you know, and it's funny. They they were talking about it on the radio, and they the guys were like, you know, I after a certain point, you just stop going further out into the water, and you stay closer to the shore, but... 90% of the attacks happen in less than three feet of water. Yeah. Well, that they, they go up to shore to get those schools of fish, those small schools of fish. Especially if it's yeah. like a junior shark, if it's a great white. Right. I'm a shark enthusiast. That's why I respect them and stay out of the ocean. I respect them, but I still go swimming in the ocean. Yeah, I'm, I'm not much of a swimmer or a beachgoer. My it, my wife always is like, oh, why don't you go to the beach with us? And I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm not a beach guy either. I go first thing in the morning and I bring the kids. My daughter loves the water. So if we go at 7.30, 8, 8 o'clock, the beach down the street isn't packed. But by 9, it is. Yeah, so she gets a full hour to play in the water and splash around and find horseshoe crabs and things like that and we actually caught a bunch of hermit crabs last week and what put them in a bucket and watch them for a little bit and then let them go yeah so, my, my son likes to do that so we have some thing to talk about we did the playstation episode and xbox had has done a second sort of reveal for games. Yeah, basically, now, basically just a preview of like, I, I don't know, exclusives. I guess we honestly, I know you have a lot more to say about some of the games that were were shown showcased. I was not impressed at all. Really, I'm looking forward to two two games and. Those two games are Fable, which I've been a fan of that series since the first episode, uh, first episode, the the first game, and the game by Obsidian, which is Avowed, that first person, you know, sort of take on Skyrim. Yeah, the first person RPG. Other than that, I. I really i mean psychonauts 2 yeah for the nostalgia because psychonauts 1 was such a great game but anything else it didn't nothing impressed me the way the games for the playstation showcase did yeah i mean i wasn't as happy about xbox's presentation as playstation playstation got me hyped to buy a playstation because i didn't i was like on the fences waiting on getting the ps5 but 
after that presentation with all the games, like they basically like answered every wish that I wanted for for launch, whether it's uh, you know game day or launch day, or you know within that first couple of months after the PlayStation launches, they they pretty much uh, piqued my interest, and it's definitely uh, what is going to lead me to getting a PS5 before. I had originally thought I'd get one because basically I bought the last game I'm going to buy for the PS4 and that's Ghost of Tsushima and I haven't played it yet. I'm, I'm in the middle of another playthrough of Spider-Man because that's how hyped I was about seeing that Spider-Man 2 that I needed to play through the first one again. So that's what I'm doing now and then Ghost of Tsushima and then that's it. That's I you know I, I did Last of Us 2. That was a great game. Played through that. So PS5 is is a launch for me. I, I'm going launch. Now, I'm going launch for Xbox. Um, I actually have a lot to look forward to as far as the new Xbox. But the thing is, Xbox isn't so, I don't think, interested in the next generation. I think they're more interested in, in getting their brand name and getting their Game Pass thing spread to other um, avenues, uh, other consoles. So I know that they, they're they on PC and Xbox now. Uh, there was rumors a little while ago that they were trying to make a deal with Nintendo to get Game Pass on there. And I don't know if that means that Nintendo would use their Game Pass platform for their own games or their own kind of Game Pass thing or if they would be, or we would be playing Halo on on a switch i don't really know i think recently that's all been kind of squashed but um i think what came out of that was here are some cool games most of these are going to be available on game pass whether you have an xbox one or an xbox series x but we are releasing this powerful system there's not really the only thing that came out of that the only thing that didn't come out of that is what I'm trying to say is a launch day or, you know, time to go pre-order. And that's really what I'm waiting for from both of these. So I'm going to pre-order both of them. I'm going to get them both day one. But I know that you weren't really excited about a lot of these, but uh, just, you know, there's... They... And, and before you go into your list, I think the thing that is sort of souring Xbox for me right now is the fact that what I'm what I've been reading and we can talk about this after you you know talk about your list yeah is that they're potentially going to do away with X, the gold I don't want to be forced into buying game pass I think the rumor out there is that they're not doing away with it they're just making it so Xbox Live is free that's one thing I've heard, and the other thing is that you, you'll they'll bun they they already bundle it into like the platinum package. Oh, yeah, where ultimate, you buy, I think it's called Ultimate Game Pass or Game Pass. I something can't like that. Yeah, but it's a hundred and twenty dollars because you get gold and you get the year of Game Pass. Yeah, and honestly, if you're going to be charging me seventy dollars a game to play on the potentially anywhere from three ninety nine to five ninety nine system, I have to pay an extra hundred and twenty dollars to play the seventy dollar game that I just paid for no, for you the hundred dollar system. That's not how that that's not how Game Pass works. Game Pass works well, like all of I'm these games. If they only do the bundle in order to have gold just to play online, like to play Call of Duty online. I think that's, I, would, I, I really do think that, that that's why they're they're not doing away with gold. I, I believe that there will be an announcement eventually that Xbox Live is not going away. It's just not going to, you don't have to pay for it because I think they're making enough money on Game Pass to probably justify that. And, and if that is the case, then I would have to say that if live is free, if gold is free, whatever it is, then Xbox would be back in the day one contention for me. Yeah, I'm only so, getting one at launch anyway. 
and it's <clears throat> deciding right now, especially when you hear or read things like that about the the gold or the subscription, whatever, that you have to, that's sort of swaying my decision right now towards PlayStation. But if it comes out that, okay, we don't need, you don't need Game Pass, you don't have to buy the bundle, like then I'm back leaning towards Xbox. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I get it. But the, the beauty of Game Pass, and I've talked to you this, about this before, is that every game that they showed you during that presentation, whether you like them all or liked a few of them, they're all available on Game Pass. And it's worth the $15 a month if you look at it that way. So if you, if, even if you like two of those games, you know, $15 a month versus, you know, $120, $140, whatever it is on the two games. It, it it kind of has its benefits, and I've been I've had Game Pass now for two years, and I honestly don't play every game that I download. Sometimes I just download a game to see if I like it. Um, and most of the stuff that's exclusive to Microsoft or that's made by Microsoft Studios, that's just Xbox, um, stays on there. And then some of the other games they 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 kind of take away and add games as it goes, but. I don't know. I think back back a long time ago when I used to use GameStop as basically a rental store. You know, you buy a used game on a Friday, finish it up by Sunday, return it Monday. Um, that's kind of like what GameStop is. To, I mean, uh, Game Pass is to me. Uh, it's just an opportunity to, to try before you buy or try to see if you're going to like a game. Uh, like the whole Halo series is on there, and I love Halo. So... But I, th- I I get your I get your point though. Like I I don't know if if I didn't really if if I only played like a game like say Call of Duty and that was the only type of game I was gonna play, then I don't think Game Pass would be for me, and I'd probably go with PlayStation. But one of the biggest determining factors of which console I'm gonna get when a new generation first is always who I play with. What are they getting first? And a majority of the people I play games with are getting Xbox first. Which is why I'm getting both. Well, that's not why I'm getting both. I'm getting both because I can't not play the new Spider-Man game. I can't not play the new Horizon game. I mean, that's just... And then Halo Infinite. But here, we'll get into the games here. So, Xbox announced or showed footage of 22 games. All of which they said at the end of the presentation or are available via Game Pass. Um, and it, it gives them kind of a pretty good launch uh, catalog for the new system, especially if you're jumping into an Xbox for the first time, I think. Um, and, you know, all the backwards compatible stuff. And they said, you know, they, they made announcements a while ago that all the peripherals, headsets, and all that stuff's going to work with the next generation. Um so my games out of this that I'm really, really excited about, of course, Halo. Now, I know there's been a lot of talk about the, the, the graphic quality and how it looked like crap in the video they were showing during the presentation. It wasn't a very good presentation to begin with. The connection was horrible. A lot of clipping. Um, but I'm pretty excited about that game. I think... I think it will kind of awaken a lot of people that have have been dormant that were huge Halo people like myself, and I know that I read somewhere in a ga- in a gaming group I belong to that that more and more people since that presentation have been logging into like Halo Reach and Halo Three and playing online. Um, so it'd be, it, I think it's going to be pretty huge. the 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 report is it's going to be the largest map of all the series. Um, I don't know. Looks looks pretty neat to me. Then the, then they went State of Decay three and I don't. Chris, have you played a State of Decay game? No, I honestly games like that. I mean, I I'd be open to trying it, but I, if it's a zombie game, I am more so like a Left for Dead type of guy. Yeah. Like it's just a shoot them up. Or, or I want something different, and I'm probably 
you know, when people listen to this, or even you, I thought Operation Raccoon City for the PS3 was great. And that's because it was different. Yeah. It's not, it's not so much the traditional Resident Evil game, which is why I was excited about Resident Evil Village, because it's not a traditional, you know, run around, find ammo, do this, do that, get the herbs. It It's different. And yeah. State of Decay just... I don't know. It just doesn't seem different from DayZ or the other games. The What's the one based off of World War Z? Yeah. It doesn't seem different than those. Well, it is. Why I was hyped about uh, the one for PlayStation, Days Gone. Yeah. I have that I game. was so excited about that. And yet... I honestly, I've played thirty minutes of it, and I haven't finished it. It's 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 the open world trap. There's just a lot to do in that game. Yes, yeah. I put a, I put a couple hours into it. I'm still. I, I was just playing it last week, so it's not. Um, I think it's a great game, but it's just it's one of those open world games that you know there's so much to do. It's like going into a restaurant with you know twelve page menu. There's just so much to look at that you don't know what to pick, so you always end up picking something that you're used to getting, like a cheeseburger. But it's the same thing with those open-world games. There's just so much shit to do that sometimes you just get off the beaten path and you don't ever finish the main story because there's just way too many side quests to do. Well, that's that's what happened with Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, all those Elder Scrolls games. I've I've never finished one. I never got bored with Skyrim or Oblivion even though I still have to go back and finish the story, there's just so much to do outside of the story that you you never seem to get bored. Yeah. So, I mean, State of Decay uh, 1 was a good game, but you were limited because you were the, I believe, if I remember correctly, it, it came out for 360. You were limited with that game because you were only one player and you couldn't play with other people. Then State of Decay 2 came out as multiplayer. People could come to your city and help you uh, hunt zombies and do whatever. But the gameplay gets kind of repetitive and stale after a while. But they 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 made an improvement between State of Decay 1 and State of Decay 2. Now, State of Decay 3, um, while it's not a day one game or a game that I would probably even buy right away, it's probably a game I'd buy on sale... Uh, I'm hoping, and like like what I wrote as I was watching this, I just said, you know, it looks decent. Hopefully, will be even better. Um, but you know, we didn't see gameplay of the game. It was just basically a short trailer. Yeah. Uh, other games. So they had a Forza game, but you can expect a new Forza game. Um, I personally really enjoy Forza Horizon games versus like the Forza games. I think they're a lot fun, a lot of fun. Um, Everwild was another game. Uh, it looked interesting. I, I don't know if it'd be something I'd get, but because I will have Game Pass, I'll probably try it. Um, so, PlayStation uh, during their presentation, I had that Volcano Volcano High or whatever the hell that stupid dinosaur game was that yeah. they announced. So tell me why kind of is in that same kind of genre of teen drama um it's an episodic series the first episode's actually going to be available on game pass end of august not my kind of game so i won't i probably won't play that um ori and the will of the wisp not a game i have any interest in apparently they're remaking it revamping it so it does 120 frames per second in 4k cr don't care um the outer worlds look pretty cool um. Uh, Peril on Gorgon. The Outer Worlds, the game is basically uh, Fallout in space. Yeah, I have it. It's a great game, and so Peril on Gorgon comes out September 9th for that. I'm guessing that's uh, uh, some type of expansion. Um, Grounded. I started playing this game. Uh, it came out on the 28th. I've been playing it for the last two days. It is really really fun 
basically, the premise is like, honey, I shrunk the kids. You're in your backyard. Yes, sh- they don't really. It's it's a preview game. It's in preview, so it's not complete. So like the basic part of the game is basically like I don't know if you ever played Minecraft, but Minecraft when it first came out was a preview game, and it, it, they just kept building it, building it, building it until it turned into the game it is now. Um, that's basically the idea of grounded. So you start off, you're a kid, you're in your backyard. I'm assuming you're you're small, and all the bugs and ants and spiders, everything's bigger than you. And you just walk around, you build shit, you try to build shelter and make weapons and all that stuff. It's if you like Minecraft or you liked Ark Evolution or you like any kind of game like that, Terraria, any games that that where you have to find stuff, build stuff, and try to survive, you will like this game. Grounded is a lot of fun. Um, So, a game I'm really, really excited about. We were just talking about Skyrim, but Obsidian's version or Skyrim-type game, Avowed, looks like it's going to be amazing. Um, Again, they didn't really show gameplay, so I I can't really speak to the gameplay, but the, the trailer has me hyped for it. Um, just basically a first person open world RPG uh, another game as dust falls I just wrote nope so I'm guessing I don't like that um, Hellblade 2 uh, really excited about that I, I played a lot of Hell, the first Hellblade I haven't finished the game yet but it's on my list of games to finish um, great game best played with a headset on your ears with surround sound or Dolby Digital or whatever um, you mentioned Psychonauts. Not really into those kind of games. Um, Bungie announced uh, Destiny 2 is basically uh, all expansions to the game are going to be available this September on Game Pass. Uh, and then they announced their new um, expansion, Beyond Light, which looks pretty cool. I don't know. Um, are you into Destiny 2 at all? We We played it a few times. You and I have, and honestly, I I removed it from my hard drive because that's how long ago we played it. Yeah. It, it just, it was fun. It's just that, I don't know, I, I was really into the first Destiny, and I think if I could get back into that and build a character in sort of carry over I think that would be easier for me to get into Destiny 2 yeah see I I like what Bungie's doing I really I I think Destiny I poured hours and hours and hours probably you know hundreds of hours into that game and into the you know I built up I played through the campaign all the DLC with every single type of character um and then Destiny 2 came out, and it was the same thing. At first, I was playing it constantly, and then, I don't know, other games came out, and then I kind of put Destiny 2 aside, and then Destiny 2 just went free-to-play, got all these expansions, and it is definitely a game I love to play. It's definitely one that I'll revisit, uh, especially with this Beyond Light coming out. It might reawaken, but I, I love that game. It's a lot of fun, especially if you have a group of people to play with. Um Let's see. Stalker 2. I've never even heard of Stalker, so I have no idea what the hell kind of game that is. or um, doesn't interest me, really. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Ride comes out in 2021. I just downloaded a War Vermintide, I think it's called, Warhammer game. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, the graphics are not really all that great, but the gameplay is neat. Just a dungeon crawler. You can play multiplayer. I think I paid like $7 for it. So I don't know really much about Warhammer uh, Dark Ride, but it look or Dark Tide, but it looks it looks pretty good. There's a new Tetris game coming out. My wife would probably be excited about that if she played video games. Um, the Gunk, nope, I just put there. So So at this point in the in the presentation they were at game number 20 and I'll get into what game that was and then I wrote a note said rumored new fable game is it going to come? All right, so the medium was the 20th game they showed. Uh, dual reality gameplay, 
you're playing two worlds simultaneously. Um, it looked a little Alan Wake-ish to me. Yeah, I and I I liked I liked Alan Wake. I thought it was was okay. It was outside the box. You know, the they tried to do something different. And there was an another game that I played for the PlayStation that reminded me of that and it had the the girl from Juno sued the company for using her likeness in the game. I know what you're talking about. Um and that I I I thought that game was, you know, was pretty good for for what it was. It, it's just It's one of those games I, like Heavy Rain or um it, yeah. Uh, beyond two snow, fuck. I have them. I have like a few of those games on my PlayStation. Maybe it was beyond two souls. Was it beyond two souls? Maybe. I don't remember. But the, the medium looked like a game I'd probably check out again. It's going to be on Game Pass, so it's it's not going to cost me anything other than the fifteen dollars a month to check it out. So I'll probably check it out. They also uh, Fantasy Star Online, New Genesis. I don't know if you ever played Fantasy Star Online for Sega back in the way back in the day, mid nineties. Uh, the Fantasy Star games were kind of cool. I mean, they weren't Fantasy Star Online back then, but um, the Fantasy Star games are alright. They're your your typical Japanese RPG, turn based. Um, I think I I, I downloaded Fantasy Star Online because it was free, so I have it. Uh, I just haven't checked it out yet. Um, and then Crossfire X looks like looks great. It's the multiplayer is going to be free, um, and then there's going to be a campaign that is going to be sold separately eventually, I guess. And then the rumored Fable announcement happened. So, like you, huge Fable fan. I love the first two Fables. The last one was garbage, but. I, I'm pretty excited about this. I hope it doesn't get canceled like the last announced Fable game. Um, and hopefully it's it's probably not coming out until who knows because they didn't they just had their trailer. 2021. That's what I've been reading. It's definitely not going to be a launch game, mm -hmm. which I'm okay with that as long as they take the time and put the the effort into the game that I'm hoping for. Yeah. So again, um, like I, I definitely think that PlayStation's presentation is better. And one of my things about the PlayStation presentation was there was a bunch of games that they announced that weren't necessarily first party games or ex even exclusive or timed exclusives. And then they had that, dumb NBA 2K part of their presentation. Uh, but yeah. I do think that PlayStation's presentation was a little better. There was a lot more hype around it. A lot of big first-party games coming out around the launch window, if not on launch day. I'm pretty sure Spider-Man's a launch day game, and I'm pretty sure it's not coming to PS4. Well, at least I haven't heard that it is. So it's... It's what's going to get me to buy a PS5, most likely. That and Horizon. But I don't... The Horizon game looked unreal. What? That Horizon game looked unreal. Have you ever played the first one? Yeah. Fucking amazing. That game is incredible. Uh, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima yet, so I can't, I can't say that it's the best game ever to be on a PlayStation, but I probably... I'm leaning strong that way. I know it was definitely my favorite game of this current generation, the Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I I played that game to pieces. Like I did everything, found everything, did all the the extra stuff. It just I I poured time and time. It was a game that I could sit on the couch while my son was, you know, playing uh, with his cars, and it, I didn't really worry about the violence in it because you know she's beating up robots. Right, exactly. So, um, and that's that's kind of what my my favorite thing right now is as I play through Spider Man upstairs because that's where my PlayStation is. Uh, my son's like cheering me on, so it's like, 
<laughs> so that's my favorite thing right now. But, and he'll he'll sit there and watch me play it for hours. But anyway, the, the Xbox presentation, nothing really exciting about it. But I do think that there are a few games there that I'm pretty pumped about. And some of them are coming out, you know, this summer for on Game Pass and will be available for people to play now so like grounded grounded again if you if you ever played minecraft and liked it just a little bit it's worth a it's worth a checkout um uh, another game that i've been playing that's free to play actually it's kind of in i, I don't want to say beta because it's definitely a full game but i think it's it's still one of those games it's kind of almost a preview is rogue Rogue Company, it's called. It's kind of like um, um, Overwatch a little bit. Okay. So I, I I spent the thirty bucks on the like Founders Pack or whatever. It's a free to play game, but the Founders Pack uh, for thirty bucks unlocked like a bunch, like eight more additional playable characters and some skins. But that's the only reason why I paid thirty bucks was just to make sure I had all the characters. There's also like the fifteen dollar version, but I know it's a pretty fun game. Uh, I don't think the free to play portion is released yet, unless you have like a, a beta code or something. But if you if you if you pay for the founders packs, is one's fifteen, one's thirty, one's sixty, you get access to the game right away. And then, yeah. So and then uh, uh, another another game I'm buying soon is the, is going to be like there's like a month long beta for it um well it could be month long if you want to uh download it and sign up for it for all of your uh systems but PlayStation's getting it first starting August 4th and that's the Avengers game and Oh yeah 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 I have that pre-ordered Yeah so if you pre-ordered it for either PlayStation or Xbox you have access to the beta um so I'm going to probably pre-order it for PlayStation and Xbox just so I can play the beta pretty much all month because there's, uh, you know, PlayStation gets it for three days exclusively and then later this month Xbox gets it and then after Xbox gets it, it's it's it continues for all systems, the PC, Xbox, and PlayStation at the same time. So you get like three different, well, so it's not next, Technically, it's not the whole month, but you get like three different shots at it. From what I read, there's 20 minutes of like uh, campaign game mode, and you get to play as four of the characters. One of them's the Hulk. I think the other one's Thor, and then um, maybe Black Widow. I, I don't remember from the article. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, that's my uh, my my spiel on games. So, I mean, I, I'm i not saying that it, it was poorly done or anything like that, because I think the Xbox has, Microsoft in general, has been more forthcoming with what they're planning than what we've gotten from PlayStation. Right. I just, I don't know. I guess the, the cynic in me was expecting you know, flashy lights and sort of the red carpet and what what I got was, you know, local TV. Yeah. But there were some gems in there and, you know, I think that we, you and I have sort of similar interests but also very different interest when it comes to games there are certain games that i just couldn't be bothered to play and you know like hellblade for instance never piqued my interest i never really was interested in the first one and i'm not saying it's a bad game i just don't think it's a game that i would play now if i see it on sale from you saying you know it, it's a great game stuff like i'd pick it up if it was cheap mm -hmm. i wouldn't 
that's not a game that I would run out and try and get a copy of if it was, you know, sold out everywhere. Well, I only played the first Hellblade because it was on Game Pass. And it's a great game. Sorry, I'm chewing on an ice cube. <laughs> Fucking hot. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get I get your point. And I mean, especially where it's going to be whatever system I get, that's going to be the system I have until they roll out, like, the PS5 Pro. And then I'll pick up, you know, the, the PlayStation I have upstairs, the PS4 that's upstairs is a day one from 2014. Yeah, I upgraded mine to the PS4 Pro when that came out. Yeah, see, I'm, I, if I stick, if I get the system, it's, it's gonna stick. It's gonna stay for, you know, however long. I mean, it, my Xbox didn't come around until, I don't even know, maybe Christmas time, two, three years ago. And I play that, honestly, more than I played my PlayStation in probably that amount of time. But that's because my PlayStation has been commandeered by my kids to only play the Wiggles and Disney Plus. So... That is now the the family's toy and not just mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, so, my my PlayStation is kind of chilling in my living room right now, so my wife can watch HBO Max because apparently HBO Max isn't available on on uh, a Fire Stick right now. I don't think it's available um, on demand either. No, it's 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 a separate. I guess if you pay for HBO on cable, you have HBO Max, but you can't. Well, no, not on Xfinity because, and here's the thing: I I found this out is that Directv AT and T owns Directv. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you told you told me we we, we talked about this before. You can get HBO Max on there and on your AT&T phone. HBO hasn't struck a deal with Xfinity. Oh. They've gotten deals done with everybody else, Fios and all those things. But they haven't done anything with Xfinity yet, which I don't understand because I pay for HBO right now. And... You can't use your cable login to do Max? No. I mean... I have the HBO Go, which is good because for school and stuff, I was able to show, you know, uh, Fahrenheit 451 and stuff like that. I didn't have to show the kids the 1960s version, which yeah. is awful. I just read that um, that they're they're ending HBO Go. Oh well, then I won't have HBO or Go. Or is it? I'll wait, it might be HBO now. Which one is the one that you pay for separately? HBO Now. Yeah, that's the one they're getting rid of. All right. I just don't need any more subscriptions in my life. Oh, I hear you. I have uh, I have a, I have a complimentary subscription to Disney Plus for a year through Verizon. I have a complimentary subscription to Apple Plus through when I got my new phone for a year. Um. I pay for HBO Max, but it's at a discount for the first year because I signed up for it at launch. And then I have Netflix, but I pay through for that through cable. And I have cable. And Hulu. Those are all my subscription services. Well, no. Plus, you have the gym. No, I'm, I'm talking about TV. I, the gym's plus not... you have Game Pass and, like... If, if you really think about it, the amount of subscriptions that Game, Game Pass already paid for, an in general person has, is out of control. Well, it is, but you know we all do what we do to be entertained. This is true. So, have you to 
sort of switch gears here. Have you seen any of the Double Master spoilers for Magic? Yeah, I got a couple in my email. Um, I didn't really look at them yet. Some of the reprints look pretty good, and there's some pretty high-profile stuff that's getting reprinted, especially doubling season, which I am extremely excited about. Because yeah, how much of the the double masters are running like super expensive? There's well, here's the thing, right? So I was I was at Roundtable Games, and they aren't getting anything at launch. Uh, Wizards of the Coast has scaled all of the local game stores back to meet the demand of the bigger chain stores because, and this is how they explained it, Target, Walmart, GameStop, places like that, yeah. buy, buy the pallet. Whereas the local game stores buy by the box. Right. The boxes themselves are running... Anywhere from three thirty to four forty. The packs themselves are supposed to be at retail, and this is on the Wizards of the Coast website for six ninety nine. Oh, however, that's not too bad. However, when they hit the stores, they could be upwards of eleven fifty. Yeah, and I will be upwards of not buying them for eleven fifty. Right, that's that's where I'm at. The other set that's coming out in September is Zendikar. Yeah, I, I, I did. I sent you that article, right? Yeah, with, where they're doing, they're sort of sticking with the jumpstart format, which is a set that just released. And now we're going into Double Masters. Then we'll be going into Zendikar. Then after Zendikar, which is what sort of exciting me is the Commander Legends, which I might end up having to buy a box of that, which might be kind of pricey, but I think I'm going to start a, a PayPal page and do card sales on that. So if you're listening and you would like to buy cards, check out our Instagram. And you will find the link posted to the PayPal and everything that will be for sale. So I'm looking at Amazon right now. They have a pre-order page for Double Masters. 16-something for a booster pack, right? 17.39. Yeah. And it was 16.40 last week. From Magic the Gathering, sold by MTG Biz. So it's an independent seller, I'm guessing. Kings Games yep. is selling the uh, the 24 pack, 24 packs, two box toppers, the the Double Masters Draft Booster Box, three hundred sixty five dollars. Right. That's ridiculous. You're you're getting though, and this is what their reasoning behind it is: you're getting double of everything. One. I get it. Two rares, two mythics, or whatever it may be, you're getting, you know, double uncommon. The chances for this, the chances for that, but it's all chance. So if you pay $17 and you get a pack that has two basic rares in it, you're essentially throwing... You're throwing your money at Wizards of the Coast saying, please take my money and give me less in return. If you look at the the VIP box, that's $100. And all it is is a booster pack, I think. Yeah. See, I, I've always been the type of person that you know, buy, buys the magic cards just to play with them. So I, I mean, and if I get like a nice card, that's great. I take care of it. Um, I build a deck around it. Then I hold on to it until someday I'm either giving these things to my son to play or selling them on eBay for whatever. But I don't know. I did. They, that doesn't really appeal to me. You know, the, the idea that someday 
you know, card might be worth something the same way it right. does to others. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, I have thousands of cards and, you know, and I buy here and there. But the, the idea that, you know, I probably have a card that's worth money, but I'd have to, like, go through them all to pick them all out and all that. And it doesn't really interest me. I'd rather say if, if I ever choose to get rid of them or, you know, my son doesn't want them and I just don't play, play them for a long time, I'll sell them as a lot, you know, to the victor yeah. goes the spoils. Right. I know for a fact I have a, a, a Jace card that's worth 80 bucks. Well, it was worth 80 bucks at one point or another. Or that's what it was being sold for. And then, I mean, I just put together the the binder, and I've gotten a few good hits, but in order to, to keep up, you know, that sort of... I'd have to buy dozens and dozens and dozens of um, packs, and that's just... That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have one I pulled the other day that's about $40. But who's going to pay $40 for it? If I sell it, I'm going to put it up for for 28 Yeah, it's just... Not put it at 45 and and hope somebody comes in at 30 that, that it's it's always the uh, the the problem with collectibles is somebody sets a price that they're worth whoever that is and, and you have to rely on a person that wants to pay that price right so they're only really worth what people are willing to pay for them exactly so if you buy a pack card for four dollars. And you get a, a, a legendary or a mythic rare or whatever that's that if you look it up online it's it's thirty five, forty bucks is what people are selling it for. Then you even if you sold it for twenty five, you still made you know be like, you know, twenty four dollars and fifty cents on it or and, something like that. But that's the other thing too, is that now if I decide to do this, I have to consider shipping. Right. The cost of ship a card's probably about as much as a stamp. No, actually. It's upwards. If you ship by weight, it's less than. But if you do, if I package everything here and ship it from my house, it's seven fifty per package. Yeah, so it's... I mean, and that's the... Like, I, for a while, I, I had this idea, I don't know, like 15 years ago that I had of all these DVDs and I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll open up an eBay store and just sell DVDs. So I did that for a little bit. And then the shipping is what made me stop because I, I was offering free shipping, but then I was taking that out of what I was getting for the DVDs and I wasn't getting a lot. I was getting like five bucks here, five bucks there. Um, so it wasn't like I was making, I wasn't really making much money on them. Anyway, so I just so now I'm I have you know a box full of DVDs that I'm probably just going to toss in because who fucking wants them? Right. But that's just that's and that's also the reason why uh, now I have maybe twenty Blu-rays, and they're they're movies that I know I'll watch. Like I'll do a marathon, like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, yeah. things like that. But that's that's that. You'll get ability out of them yeah so anyway we're we're at the tail end of the the tape here we're a little over an hour um so i i, th I think that about wraps it up i i don't really uh i don't i don't really know where i'm going when the systems come out uh solidly i know i'd like to think that i can uh get them both but we'll see we'll see what my wife says it's a lot of money to throw and it also depends on, you know, when the release dates are for the Xbox and the PlayStation. If they're the same day, then I'm definitely not getting them both on the same day. Uh, I'm anticipating one of them being my early Christmas present, and that's it. Yeah. Like, I, I always, I it's been, 
you typically I trade in whatever system I'm upgrading. I trade in the one that I have to to get that system. So we'll see if they have any good trade deals or not. I also told my wife that I kind of want to keep the uh, the Xbox One X that I have when the new Xbox comes out, and just have that be like the living room Xbox. Right. Yeah. That's that's my plan is to keep the one I have, and then I'll get the the new Xbox or the new PlayStation and then whichever one goes, you know, I'll just trade that in and get something for it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got. Um, you know, be sure to keep, keep listening and, uh, you know, give us some feedback. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Cause typically we can come up with some stuff on our own, but if there's any topics that you're wanting to hear from us, you know, just let us know. Uh, football season's upon us. So we'll definitely be talking about football here and there. And who really gives a fuck about baseball? I mean, not me. But anyway, have a good night or a good day. Or good morning. Whenever you listen. <laughs>